Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Real-time crime, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, social sleuths, internet detectives, crime junkies. Welcome back to Real-Time Crime. I'm one of your hosts, Leah Lamar, and I have with me my wonderful co-host, Teddy Mellencamp. And, of course, our producer who we let speak sometimes, Dimitri Pappas. Now is not one of those times. Oh, Today- so close. <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be discussing the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict, a few Thanksgiving-related cases because, duh, happy Thanksgiving, everyone, and the use of a cobra to cover up a murder, and one case very close to Teddy's heart, and I'll let Teddy speak to that case, but we will be covering that recent tragedy as well. And Teddy, Dimitri, happy Thanksgiving, I hope you guys have plans. I'm not going home for Thanksgiving this year because while I love my family, I don't want to commit murder. (laughs) If this is being recorded, you know that, right? Like I said, I don't want to. So, yeah. (laughs) You know, she's being polite to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. She doesn't want to have to go there. No, I don't want to be the subject of one of our episodes. Makes sense. Does this mean you're looking for some place to spend Thanksgiving, Teddy? Um. Are you wanting to come over with all of my kids? I was actually looking for some additional help if you were interested. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think I might make a great babysitter. Um... <laughs> well, nothing screams the holidays like crime. <laughs> the amount of research doing, you know, going into this week, because I feel like this week is so high on crime, like more than most. I really do think it's because people are triggered by their families and then create crime immediately after spending time with their family i i i mean in my in my personal opinion nothing makes me want to rob a bank more after spending 20 minutes with my parents over some asparagus i can say the thought of me cooking creates more crime thoughts in my head or wanting to whenever i want to avoid something i research crime so i'd imagine if i was a criminal person (laughs) having the stress of the holidays coming up really made make me want to go for it I like the thing that calms you down is researching crime. <laughs> yeah. I was up to 1 a.m. last night and I like, I can't. I, well, it's because, which gets us into the first case, which did you guys watch Escape from a House of Horror on 2020 with Diane Sawyer? About the Turpin sisters? Yes. I, oh, one, there was 13 kids in a home their entire life shackled to their beds abused, malnourished, 
never knew the outside world. The only way that they started realizing the outside world was through Justin Bieber, by the way. I hate giving him any more credit than he's already gotten, but, but go like, on. <laughs> but Jordan was saying that, you know, she finally got access to a phone and she started watching Justin Bieber and seeing that like her life wasn't normal because she had absolutely no idea that the life, the hell that she was living in was regular life. I mean, it's just such a heartbreaking story. And, you know, they planned for two years to figure out a way to escape, but like she had never been outside. So she didn't even know how to get to a place to call 911. And the only way that she knew to call 911 is from watching cops on television. So she knew the number 911. She didn't know how to tell her address. I mean, the whole 911 call is heartbreaking, but thankfully they came in and they, you know, searched the house. They saw one of the kids, they actually left chained to his bed because they couldn't get it off in time by the time that the cops had gotten there. And the story is just, I mean, it, the, the squalor they were living in, it was so heartbreaking. You just can't like, why would somebody like this? Why would parents, why would you want to have kids? And yet 13 to treat them this way. And, you know, then finally the parents get arrested, detained, and then the kids go into the system and then their, their system's flawed. And, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars were donated to a trust for them. And then they bring back the information about how the person in charge of them wasn't actually just telling them to Google things to figure it out. I mean, it's just such a heartbreaking story. Sorry, I went on like a full tangent about it, but I, I just couldn't believe it. Seeing how well-spoken those girls were in that interview and how strong they are. I mean, 13 children. It, God, it's so wild. I mean, if I have a baker's dozen of anything, it's going to be donuts. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I, I mean, reading oh, the articles. <laughs> yes, Dimitri. <laughs> no, reading, no. reading. This is not articles, one of those times. <laughs> reading the articles about this where she had to crawl out of the window and she knew that she couldn't get anything wrong and that she was so frightened uh, to speak to the police and she said that this was the most terrifying thing she'd ever done was saving the lives of all of her siblings and that some of the children they were a ranged 2 to 29 and I think the toddler was the only one who wasn't abused and some of the older well adults were uh, infantilized and a lot of them never grew properly because they were malnourished so one of the adults actually had an arm that was the size of a child's arm because they were so severely malnourished and they thought that they were all kids, but they were covered in dust and dirt. They weren't allowed to go to the bathroom sometimes. I mean, and, and the police made her show photo and video evidence of what was going on inside the house. And the, there's a heartbreaking part of me that wonders if they didn't believe her at first until they saw the photos and videos. But I think the thing that also is just so disturbing to me besides all the like decaying garbage and the molding food and the horrible smells that they were living in hell. The, so I think they were freed in 2018 and then had to go back into isolation for the pandemic in 2020 after only having, you know, essentially two years of freedom to the outside world. And the sad part was they said that they were so used to it already. Yeah. And they don't even, know what, they didn't even know what abuse was like, they're just starting to figure it out. And I mean, it's just, and watching the parents in the courtroom, like mm. crying and pretending like they're so devastated about it and that they're going to get forgiveness. Like this didn't happen one time. You did this 13 times over. This wasn't a mistake you made that once where you lost your temper. No, you abused 13 children malnourished them, starved them, chained them, tortured them. And now you want forgiveness? I, I really, I have no empathy for those two. No, 25 years to life for both of them was a sentence. Ugh. And, and they I pled guilty. The mom was so like, when the cops arrested her, she goes, oh, is this when they said that you had left one of the chains on? And she goes, oh, is this what that's, this is all about? No, lady. It's a, I'm like, are you? Delusional. I, was, I, I mean, it was so absolutely delusional, Ugh. but I know we can't spend too much time on this, but you guys should definitely go watch it. I would 
you know, I hope so many amazing things happen for these kids that they're taking care of now that this 2020 will shed light on the continued abuse that they've had once they've gone into the system um, because it's just heartbreaking. So heartbreaking. And Jordan is so well-spoken. I know. And I know. yeah, she's, she's so poised and elegant and alive for someone who could just feel dejected and could just feel so run down from her circumstances. And yet she's so put together and, and full of life. Yeah. And good things are ahead for her. I can feel it. Me too. Ugh. But now we have another, you know, tragic, horrific thing that happened with the mass robberies at, at Nordstrom's and that they're most more coming in. Like, I have an alibi. <laughs> That's the first thing I thought when I heard it. I was like, oh, yeah. Leah, what have you done? Yeah, this is not a new sweater. I've had this for years. <laughs> I mean, but between that and I know that I'm going off topic, but I want to cover both because I know that we have somebody in the waiting room, but between that and the Christmas parade attack, which I have a question for you guys in the Christmas parade attack, it's five dead, 40 injured. Do you guys think it's tied to the Kyle Rittenhouse case? Because a lot of people are saying online that it was only an hour from Kenosha. This is retaliation because he mm. was let off. That's I interesting. Did, I did see a headline that said he may have been fleeing from something else, from like a knife fight or something. And he may have been fleeing from that and drove into that. So whether that was premeditated or not, I don't know yet, but that's, I had heard that. Yeah. It's all Teddy, from- you're, Teddy, you're very good at connecting the dots between cases. Well, you know, <laughs> No, this is the this is the third time you've done this where you just make parallels to cases that I didn't think were connected. And well, I, it's not actually me. It's I've just the people that I follow are really excellent at it. And like I've been seeing the ties and then it kind of makes sense. But the FBI I, is going to knock on your door soon and see if you'll enlist. I mean, <laughs> well, they're also going to confiscate those stacks of notebooks you've been writing in 24 <laughs> seven. What? Please? <laughs> exactly. I can't believe myself, you guys. It's a problem. But um, do we want to cover anything else or take a break and then bring Natalie in? Look, I think we we were a little um, we just thought we could cover a lot today. And <laughs> while I still think we can. We have to cover can. one last thing because this is a nice reminder to all parents or really anybody about drinking during the holidays. If you guys mm. remember Amy Locaine, she was in Crybaby. She was in Melrose Place. She actually got let go from Melrose Place for having like a bad attitude. And then she did a couple additional movies. I mean, she was beautiful. I loved her as an actress. Um, and a while back, she was drinking and driving, apparently not a ton, but like just was in a play, started drinking, you know, drank and then drove home and ended up murdering somebody, running them over, got arrested, got sentenced, and then served her time, got out of jail, found God, started rehabilitating, started speaking in schools, got reunited with her children. All of these things happened. And then all of a sudden they re-sentenced her to eight more years in prison. So people are coming forward and saying, how can you do that? This is unheard of. This has never happened before. Um, But what I took from this was not, yes, that is so heartbreaking that it happened in the first place. She's a mother. She has kids. She got out of jail the first time her husband had filed for divorce and she had just reunited with her children. She did all the work. She was better. And then she's back in again, which people are saying is cruel, unusual punishment, but I think it's a nice reminder to everyone while you're spending time with your family during the holidays, just don't drink and drive. Like just don't drink and drive even a drink. I I mean, people have teased me about it, but like I made a deal with my dad when I was younger that if I ever drank and drove and got a DUI that I'd have to move back to Indiana and I have not since. So like, it's Uh, just so that's enough to scare you straight. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, I know. But you guys have to look that up too. But let's take a little break and then we'll bring that on. Sounds good. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. 
Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com iHeart and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com iHeart. Identity theft protection starts here. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey guys, it's Ray from the Bobby Bone Show here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Let's go! Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain from the road to the hills to the trails all over. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander, with three spacious rows of seating, up to eight passengers, yeah. And with available features like the panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer, check out amazing national sales event deals on RAV4s, Highlanders, and more. Visit buyatoyota.com. That's buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. All right, everyone, welcome back to Real Time Crime with Leah Lamar, Teddy Mellencamp, and Dimitri Pappas. Sometimes we have a very special guest with us today. This is Natalie Weaver. She is Teddy's social media assistant, and she runs all of Teddy's socials. This is a case that is currently ongoing, and it happened on November 5th, 2021, when Natalie's father, Chad Reed, was shot and killed by Kyle Carruth who is known for having high-profile ties in Lubbock, Texas. Natalie, thank you so much for joining us. Do you mind just kind of giving everybody the, the like what actually went down? Yeah, absolutely. So um, my mom got married two months ago to this guy named Chad Reed. Love him. Um, we all say that he they were each other's loves, <laughs> each other's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Chad has been in a custody battle with his ex-wife, Christina. Um, they got a divorce about five years ago, um, but things kind of escalated when he started dating my mom. She kind of got jealous and just started kind of being more of a pain and not letting him see his kids. Um, so he's kind of been fighting for more time with his kids, X, Y, and Z. Um, he, so she was claiming that there was infidelity because my mom was married Um last year her divorce was finalized last year so he actually was trying to get a hold of Anne Marie that morning um and I I don't really know if they had a conversation or not I'm not quite sure um but anyway Friday was his day to have his kids he gets to pick them up from school um which is usually let out about 3 15 3 30 um but she kept Colton home from school that day because he was sick so she said she was taking him to the doctor which is why he didn't just go to school and pick him up so um, four o'clock rolls around and he's like, hey, I'm coming to pick up Colton. Where is he? 
And she's like, I'll be home at six. You can get him then. Chad's like, no, it's my time. Just tell me where you're at and I'll come get him. She's like, no, oh, I'm going to, I'm going to hold him until six. I'll be home then. So he's like, where are you? And she's like, I'm at work. And so he was driving down and like, it's her work is Kyle's work. And they've been working from his parents' house. Um, I don't think they're living there. I think he's been living there and working there. Um, so they were driving by. And Chad was like, I'm just going to stop and see if Colton's here. So he pulls up and um, Christina and Kyle were outside on the porch. And so he got out of the car and um, yeah, confronted Christina and things just kind of took a turn. And what, what, by taking a turn for the worse, when he was in the car, he was not alone, correct? When Chad was in the car driving there? No, no, correct. My mom and my 11 year old brother were in the car with him. Now, when you say you can see this, you're, is there's video that, uh, there's a video of the altercation? Oh, yes. So sorry. My mom was recording the entire thing. Um, So because of the custody battle, her attorney had instructed her to record the conversations between Chad and Christina because she had been lying um, about everything. Um, Saying Chad said this, Chad did this, and none of that was true. So my mom has since been reading every conversation that they've had. Um, And so that's why she was recording. So yes, the entire thing is on video. And the cops have access. They've, they have the video. It's yes. The cops have the video they took. So they did not detain Kyle. They did not arrest Kyle. He is, there's still been no arrest made or anything like that. Um, they took my mom and Frankie. Frankie's my 11 year old brother. Um, they took them to the station and took my mom and Chad's phone. So my mom said, I have this video. Here it is. Take everything you want. Um, so my mom's like, we have nothing. my mom's phone and they should have the video. So, and, but nobody's been arrested. Nope. Nope. So, and they just, they refused to release his name, um, until, well, they couldn't release his name because he's been detained or arrested or anything like that. So they're, I guess, legally not allowed to. Um, so finally a news source here, um, connected him because he's going through a divorce with Anne-Marie. And so they connected the addresses to match. So they finally released his name Friday night. And so as a family, how are you guys doing? And then like, what are the next steps? Like now that they've released his name, does that mean an arrest is coming? Um, honestly, we don't know. So our, um, our district judge here recused herself from the case. Like, this is too close to home because he's married to a district judge. Mm. So she recused herself and the Lubbock police department finally like said, okay, fine. And handed it to our AG. Um, so now our attorney general has all the information and is supposed to apparently be looking into it. We haven't heard anything. So we don't know currently trying to spread the word and get justice for him. Cause but- it's, appalling that he hasn't been arrested quick question why like why do you think if there's video of him shooting someone why do you think he hasn't been uh, arrested or detained or brought in for questioning or i'm sure there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes that we're not seeing um i mean i i don't know what happened when they went to the scene i know that they took my mom and frankie but i don't know if he was like be careful i'm married to a district judge watch what you do or if they knew him i have no idea it's absolutely insane that he has not been arrested i mean everybody that on our end that has seen the video and watched the video even people like our people who are not even biased in this don't even know the backstory um have seen the video and are just completely appalled that this guy hasn't been arrested um it was senseless the dumbest thing in the world it should have never happened and yeah so and he has a record as well right kyle yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. Yeah. He has several, um, which I wasn't aware of until I started doing some research, but yeah, he has several arrests. And he, um, doesn't he also owe around $94,000 in property taxes? And yeah, Anne Marie yeah. owns, owes around 69,000 in income taxes. Sounds about right. So there, there might just be a larger case at play. Yeah. Honest, yeah. Still interesting to not bring him in though. I mean, this guy's got, yes. yeah. well, yeah, 
Yeah. And that's what I said. Like not even to detain him. You have 72 hours to hold somebody without having to charge them. So, you know, and that's, what's frustrating to us is, you know, there was a lot of talk about, you know, what if they were on drugs? What if he was drunk? You know, now we have no idea. They didn't detain him, you know, didn't take his blood, didn't do any of that. So, and I'm not saying that he was, but you never know. So it's frustrating that he wasn't even taken to the station and questioned or detained or anything. So have you been seeing the hashtag justice for Chad trending on Twitter? Yes, actually, I have. So um, me and my sister actually started that or um, a lot of people here started it. Honestly, there's probably a ton of us that started all at once. Um, But yeah, that was our first thing is when we knew that he hadn't been detained or arrested, we were like, we're not doing this. Um, And so mostly my sister has been working tirelessly to her TikTok went viral. It's at, I think, almost three million views now. Um, And we started the hashtag justice for Chad. How does it make you feel to see other people using the hashtag? It gives me hope. Um, I know that there's a lot wrong with our justice system. And now it's (laughs) honestly more apparent than ever. Um, So there's a lot of politics going on behind the scenes right now um you know governor abbott and stuff like that i don't know if the ag is up for re-election but i kind of heard that that has something to do with it so they're kind of trying to play what's best for them and what's going to get them re-elected so it gives me a lot of hope that people who are not a part of the justice system are paying attention to this and um seeing the issue with this and wanting justice as much as we do because we can't do it alone so And then what is Chad's ex-wife? What has her stance been since this happened? So Chad actually has two little boys. And so they are obviously in custody with her now full time. My mom doesn't have any rights to them, although we're doing everything we can to get that overturned. Um, But we have since spoken to them and kept up with them. Oh my gosh, this is so tragic and so just messy and like, I, I, how's your mom doing? How are you guys doing? Absolutely horrible. If you want the honest truth. I mean, I, I don't wish this upon anybody. And I definitely, it's really hard, like being a daughter, watching her go through this. Um, like I said, my mom loved him more than anything. And he loved her more than anything. And I just, like I said, they got married two months ago. And I, we always joke with my mom because it's her third marriage. You know, we were like, okay, mom. Um, but no, they just had this pure, true love and just took the best care of each other. And I've never in my life seen my mom so happy. Um, so she's not, she's not doing well at all. And then what about your brother that had to witness it? Frankie is being super resilient. I think, I think he's just kind of like trying to block it out right now. I also think that he's like trying to stay strong for mom. Um, so we've talked about getting him therapy and stuff like that. And he's just made comments like, I don't want to talk about it. Cause I don't want to be sad. Mm. Um, so I definitely think that obvious, I mean, how could you not? I mean, he was there, he saw everything happened. Um, my mom, you know, got out of the car and ran over to Chad and Frankie followed because <laughs> my mom wasn't even oh. trying to like, she was like, I didn't even think to tell Frankie to stay in the car. So yeah, it's just, it's horrible. So, I mean, we're all just completely appalled. I mean, Chad was causing, he had no weapons on him. He did not lay a hand on either one of them. Um, He was not heated screaming. Like I said, he was just frustrated um, as he should be. You know, no father should be treated like that, especially one that loves his kids. Um, So, yeah. Um, So you said the police have took the phone and have the video. There's still a copy of the video. The video has been seen by others, correct? Yes, that's like it's not something that could just disappear in the system, right? No. Okay. No, we were actually very worried about that. We were like, mom, why didn't you send it to somebody? Um, But we got her phone back and immediately made sure that it was safe. So. Um, So I believe that I read that Kyle's ex-wife has like a restraining order against him now and is divorcing him. Correct. Yes, that yes, that's correct. So after all this happened, um, Anne Marie got a temporary restraining order on him. Um, and, they and that's it was the judge. Lengthy. That's the judge. Yes. Okay. So she got a, a temporary restraining order um, for her and her kids. And they were um, word is that they were supposed to have a hearing on Friday um, for this custody battle dispute. And since then, Kyle has stepped down or his attorneys, I guess, said we can't fight this because how do you go into, you know what I mean? Um, so 
so yeah so their divorce i think should be finalized in a few days so is is there anything you want people to know about the situation that we might not already know or might not have heard um i mean I think there's a lot. Um, Chad and Kyle have known each other for a really, really, really long time. Um, they kind of ran in the same group. Um, Macy, who is Chad's 19-year-old daughter, used to babysit his one of his older boys. Um, so, yeah, it's it's just awful. And Chad is just, I mean, if you know him, he's just, he, everybody loves him. And he is never, like, I never, nobody ever feels threatened by him. Um, I mean, I don't, it's just, it's just insane to me. It's just crazy. And there was no physical altercation, no physical altercation. Yeah. And, and that's a, like the Lubbock PD, um, in their statements, all of it's wrong. It all says that Chad was having a verbal altercation with Kyle and then it got physical and then shots were fired. And well, plus this yeah. whole thing was about his son. He didn't know where his son was. The whole reason he was there, right. Correct. was right. to get yeah. his son. So Correct. it's like someone comes out, you're not going to just run because they come out with a gun because you're leaving your son in that situation. Well, and that, that's exactly he had. No, he didn't know if his son was there or not. You know, he still doesn't mm -hmm. know. And so, you know, Christina just keeps saying, like, I wanted to see him. Like, I'll go get him and you can have him at six. And it just did not need to happen. It did not no. need to escalate to that. And do, did no. you guys ever find out where his son was at the time? Yes, he was at uh, Christina's mom's house. So it wasn't even like she was spending time with him anyway. No, nope. Yeah, she she said, um, or oops, sorry, I just lost my headphone. Um, she yes, she was at he was at Christina's or Christina's mom's house, and so he, and and Chad was like, why didn't you just tell me that? You know, I would have gone to Christina's house and gotten him. Like I don't care where he because is. She's trying to pretend that she was spending time with her with her child mm -hmm. to try to look like a, a good parent. Ugh, mm -hmm. allegedly, whatever. Right. Yeah. So how for people that are listening that want to get involved and want to share this story and get justice, what should they do? Um, honestly, just sh share a TikTok video, post on Twitter, post on any social media channels you can. Um, if you know people um, that can, you know, do whatever. <laughs> I mean, at this point, any help is great help. Um, I mean, where yeah, do they I find don't... the TikTok and where do they find you? Um, the TikTok is Madison Luscom. Um, I think, let me make sure. Um, yeah, Madison Faye Luscom is the TikTok that it's on. It's also on mine, which is Natalie underscore Weaver. And that is also where you can find me on Instagram. Um, I shared kind of the full story or not the full story, but a kind of a quick version of it on my stories. And I'm going to save that to a highlight too. Um, but there's several TikTok videos out there. Honestly, if you search justice for Chad, um, a lot of them pop up and stuff like that. So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Please. Thank you guys. Your mom and your brother and that we're praying for them. And, you know, you, I mean, I have to tell you, you're so strong too, because I know that you and your sister are like, I still talk to you guys every day. You're like, yeah. you're, like you are <laughs> it's, it's beyond me. So, you know we just yeah no i thank you, you and we hope that justice is served soon no thank you so much we appreciate that and thank you so much for you know giving me this platform to come talk about it um it means the world to us so like i said we're just trying to spread the word and help get justice for him so Ugh. thank you so much nat thank, thank you, you guys on natalie yes. thank, thank you for being you. so vulnerable yes, and everyone absolutely. just a reminder hashtag justice for chad Make your TikTok videos, post on Twitter. Let's get some awareness around it. Thank you, Natalie. Awesome. Thank you, guys. All right. So are we going to a quick break? I guess we should do a quick break. Let's go to a quick break, regroup, have a breath, come back, and talk about some Thanksgiving altercations. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. 
With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. What up, everyone? It's Lunchbox from the Bobby Bone Show, and I'm here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer. Making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get you anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness. Kick back and spread some positivity into the world. From smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports, on stages, and at the box office, women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to Women Take the Mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs, and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Time Crime. It's us. <laughs> Your three favorite nut jobs. <laughs> so casual. Hey, guys, it's us. We're like, hey, you didn't even use your real-time voice. Hi. I know. I'm just still living in how heavy the last segment was. That was, I mean, I, I can't wrap my head around all that evidence, all this, and the guy hasn't even been brought in. Like, There's video evidence. It's mind-blowing. I mean, I am the world's biggest skeptic. So, of course, when I read these stories, like, I always go to, like, try to see both sides. But there's video evidence. It's I mean, unbelievable. I don't want this episode to necessarily be called Kyle's with guns. Okay. But I no, do think no, it it's time for us to just really quickly discuss Kyle Rittenhouse. Uh, <laughs> true. Look at my two cases together. Right. Well, Look at you. The inspiration. My girls all grown up. I mean, my alternate title title was way worse. So I'm just gonna let you guys know that was the PG version. It took me a minute to get it. I'm like, is this a joke? What's happening here? <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I honestly, I'm gonna be real with you guys. I would rather talk about the other cases that we have because they are Thanksgiving related, and one is not Thanksgiving related. But uh, you know, this is mostly a sentence: is that Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted. He was found not guilty on all counts all counts all Even counts the count of possessing a deadly weapon like the, the account of endangering people showing up at a place where you didn't need to be with an ak i mean you can maybe start to see like you can maybe getting off on some but this, and then now he's doing sit down interviews and to me he looks so pompous and i, I swear just... to god if he gets a podcast i'm gonna be so mad Oh, he, who knows what he's going to do? I mean, you, the way he was, when the way he broke down when they said he was innocent on all counts, I was like, this is the world's worst acting. You're not even going to win a Razzie with this. Hilarious. Like, it, yeah, he's not even getting a Webby, my guy. He's not yeah. going to get a podcast. They don't just hand those out to anybody. 
right? I'm sorry. We have enough white men with podcasts. We're good. We're Ugh. good on that. I I also just think, you know, there are a lot of people who on the other side are saying, you know, Joseph Rosenbaum was not a good guy. He was a pedophile. And he was charged multiple times of pedophilia. And so a lot of people say, why is everyone so upset about this? To me, it's not about who it is that he did it to. It's the fact that he showed up with guns. And I mean, regardless if it was in self-defense or not, I'm not showing up anywhere with guns. It's not our job to take a law into our own hands. Yeah, I'm not a trained professional with a gun. (laughs) There's no reason I should have one out at a protest. It's not my job. Like, so to me, that's the biggest issue. Like, regardless if the guy was a good guy or a bad guy or not, isn't the problem to me. It's that, like, why does this kid have guns, access to guns, and showing up to a protest to use them? End sentence. But yeah, I'm that's, a little heated today, guys. I don't know. I know. Like, we noticed, cool. Teddy. I really- okay, we're gonna we're gonna end the sentence there that he did not get, and we're gonna move on to some other cases. Unless you guys have want to talk more about Kyle Rittenhouse, I just no, I don't. Great, thank God. At least was I clear? <laughs> yeah, I I just think we need to give more attention to these other cases, to be honest. But also. I, I'm very excited to talk about the Cobra case, but I just want to really quickly just do a quick rundown of two Thanksgiving cases that I thought were really interesting. And the first one we have is a former nanny and model, Omaima Nelson, who people compared her to the fictional character Hannibal Lecter, who we all know is a cannibal. And they convicted her in 1993 of second-degree murder and the death of her 56-year-old husband, William, He's a psychiatrist. And they said that essentially she was getting pimped out by him and she was being abused. And on Thanksgiving, she dismembered him. She stabbed him with scissors. She cut off his head and genitals, you know, really to make a point there. And she put his hands in oil and boiled it so that there would be no fingerprints and she put the head in a freezer she tried using the garbage disposal to chop up his body parts and she said that it was an dimitri are you okay did you just vomit it's gagging a little bit yeah (laughs) okay pretty pretty gross i I thought i heard a dry heave when i just call it out (laughs) and and she said that it was self-defense because her husband was sexually assaulting her and pimping her out to pay for rent and bills and a car and prosecutors claim that she was probably planning to rob him. Kind of an odd theory because it's her husband. But the prosecutor said that she enlisted the help of two ex-boyfriends to remove her husband's teeth so the remains could not be identified. I don't want to say that she's trying to pull a brine laundry, but here we are. And... <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> it's going to be a no Thanksgiving for me. Here's the problem. If that was, if all that was really happening to her, obviously that's a horrible situation, not one that anybody should be in. But once you get out of a situation or whatever, even if she murdered in self-defense, the other stuff makes no sense. Dismembering, cooking, boy, like I don't know. It feels like years of resentment of being pimped out and sexually abused. You know, of course, allegedly, allegedly, um, maybe led to this complete mental breakdown. Yeah, but that's that's awesome. I mean, it's a lot. It's a lot. And it reminds me. <laughs> um, of, oh, no. What's his name? It did remind me of someone. I knew by the pause you forgot. I'm like, she forgot. And I, I forgot. Who up. went to Texas and then dismembered uh, Mr. Black? Oh, yeah. Um, the heir. We, just, we got this. Yeah, we got go. The three of us together can come up with a name. Watch this. How many sleuths does it take to remember one person? I don't know. I'm, the Jinx. I'm... The guy from the Jinx. The oh, Jinx. Yeah. Yeah. The guy from the, what's his name? Robert. Durst. Robert Durst. Yeah. Told you. Yeah. Right. There's <laughs> nothing the three of us can't do. <laughs> High five. Okay. And um, I need to be seen by a doctor for dementia. So Robert Durst did also dismember Mr. Black. And said because, you know, he thought that 
people would think that it wasn't self-defense, so he didn't know what to do, so he dismembered him. I mean, I don't really know what the argument is for dismemberment, and but I guess that's that one. We brought that up to the investigator, the one you were flirting with, McGrath. And yeah. he was like, was I flirting with t- an investigator? Sounds yeah. like something I would do. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> for sure. I think the only one you've ruled out as far as husband material is anybody named Kyle at this point. Beyond that, I think you're still <laughs> wide open. Hilarious. So, but we brought that up and he goes, that's the problem. Once they do something like that, once they dismember a body and hide it, then it's like, you've totally, you're washing away your self-defense, except for some reason people keep getting off. Ugh. What's yeah. the happy Thanksgiving story? Yeah. And there's just one more Thanksgiving story very quickly. So a 27 year old woman in Maryland was arrested and charged with stabbing her half brother in the neck during Thanksgiving dinner with a serving fork over an argument. And Deontay Wallace survived the stab wounds. So all I'm saying is if you're going to stab someone with a dinglehopper, you know, Maybe. All I'm saying is maybe avoid some of the top, tough conversations during Thanksgiving so it doesn't lead to that. Yeah, remember we said no religion, politics, just talk about the weather. Is it that hard? Just Hold talk on. about the weather and rainbows and happy times. But see, this article could very well be about me and that's why I'm not going home for Thanksgiving. <laughs> Can I just point out that the only one without kids just quoted The Little Mermaid? I know, what are you doing? You're Now you're creeping me out. You're just sitting home watching animated movies with your crime show background. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> so lonely. Oh. I'm just reminiscing on my childhood just to feel joy. Well, speaking of, oh, look, I'm going to tie it together. Speaking of animated Uh-oh. movies, let's talk about snakes, like from Aladdin. Uh-oh, here we go. It's like, oh, we're, it's like we're making a quilt here. We're just putting everything together. I, guys, we're just having to keep, we're having to, you know, web it in. Yeah, all Teddy right. is just starring in a beautiful mind right now, <laughs> watching all the pieces come together, just like in my bulletin board behind me. <laughs> I'm like the meme of Lisa Renna with like all the math equations. <laughs> Have you seen it? Um, okay, so now I need to find. She what... died from a snake bite, but the real oh. killer was her husband. But here's the thing. <laughs> this woman who ended up dying from a snake bite, he did this to her multiple times. Three three times the first two times didn't work the second time she even ended up in the hospital told them he he put the snake to get her they just let her go home with him so did her family and then the last time he kept a cobra tied up in like by itself so then it would want to bite her it still didn't want to so then he had to open its mouth and push his teeth the teeth into her to get the venom to get into her. And that's what ended up killing her twice. Then, yeah. And then they had proof that not only did he, the, the snake, the, like the way the snake bite bit was not possible for the snake to do on its own, but also like, I, I, I just can't, there's gotta be other ways. This is there, what's, this is what's incredible. This shows that it's a different place, but it's the same type of behavior there's proof that he went and bought these snakes from people like mm-hmm. you know people the going like well person. he bought this gun this the, guy went yeah and the most notorious snakes. snake charmer i i think i read that there was 1.2 million snake bite like snake casualties i mean it it makes sense so so he bought them from the snake handler uh suresh that's his last name and first name kyle no. Okay. Just checking. Sounds like. So first he tried the Russell's Viper. That was the first one. And he put it on the staircase of his house, hoping that um, when he asked her to go fetch his phone from down the stairs, that it would just bite her and kill her. But she saw the snake and then it raised alarms. But then he kept the snake in a plastic bag and tried again. And then he tried sedating her by putting sedatives in a bowl of Indian rice pudding and she fell asleep. Um, he got he forced the viper to bite her and then threw it out of her house to destroy the evidence. And she woke up in excruciating pain. She survived the bite. This is the one you were talking about. And then she survived. So then the third time, <clears throat> they were trying to put skin grafts on her legs after she had been sh- sh- bitten by this snake. But... There was this, the other cobra that came in, he laced her with sedatives again, 
And of course, because the cobra had been tied up for seven days, cobras need to eat, I think, twice a day minimum. And so it hadn't eaten anything in seven days. So technically it should have been starving. But instead, when he unleashed the cobra on her and her basically lifeless body because he had sedated her so much, it didn't even want to eat her. So he had to force his head down two times into her body. I'm also, I'm sorry if I'm misgendering the snake. I don't know if it was a man We don't know the gender of the snake, but we do know that the snake would not bite without being provoked. Yes. Even though he's starving. Right. And they were able to tell because usually uh, the snake bite would only be between 0.9 and oh, the snake bite would be 0.16 to 0.63 inches. And then because it was the head was pushed all the way in, the fangs reached 0.9 to 1.1 inches each. So it was clear that the cobra's upper jaw had been pushed in as if it was being milked into her body. So that raised a lot of suspicion. Well, why isn't the cobra biting him? With, I mean, if I was messing with a cobra like that, I would think I would get bit. The I, moment he opens whatever it was trapped in and had to eat for seven days, you'd think it would launch itself. Right. You know, but maybe it was just getting ready for New York Fashion Week. <laughs> we also, so, Leah, we have to mention this part, considering, you know, all we talk about with your dating life. These two got married because through a dating app. And the parents. A matchmaker, right? Yeah, match. No, an app, but it was an app. Oh. Thing. Mm. But they chose this man because she had learning disabilities and they thought that he would take care of her. Right. Talk about a bad picker. If it actually was a matchmaker, not an app, like you, you messed this one up. Yeah. Uthra, that is her. That was her name. <clears throat> Did not choose well. I will say Kumar, the, the man who murdered her, her ex-husband, just wanted to get out of the marriage so badly because he couldn't handle it anymore. It's just like, just divorce her. Please, Why do you man. need to mercilessly because murder he was her? All of her parents' money. And the other thing, yeah, he was milking them for all the money. But also, the other thing that's interesting is that uh, the the snake handler had also been bitten by a cobra before and said it was the most excruciating, uh, painful experiences of his entire life. So it's obvious that she was not just sleeping because if she had been sleeping, she would have been woken up by how painful the bite was. But it's clear that she was sed- uh, there was the sedative in her body so that she did not feel the most painful experience of her entire life. But he's so he's an idiot. Like he's going to the not that any of this is the right like he should be doing any of this, but he's drugging her to get her to sleep so he can try and get a snake to bite her like the guy's just a moron. Yeah. Overall, and then, over being mm-hmm. evil. This is that. making me really appreciate Edwin. Oh, <laughs> this is really making me appreciate being single. <laughs> you know it's like just no one to murder me because no one cares about me enough to kill me but I, <laughs> I know I'm really sad about it but I will say the other thing is that her brother found the cobra inside the family home and killed it and this was after Uthra was pronounced dead and they buried the serpent at the house and marked the location with a stick and then during the investigation they dug up the snake's carcass And they showed that the abdomen was empty, which was super significant because like we said before, these cobras eat twice every single day and there would still be food in their body. And it takes seven days for snakes to digest food, which means that it had been at least seven days since the snake had been fed, which means it was not in its natural habitat, which means it was being kept in confinement. Plus the receipt from the snake store. Well, you know, besides that. And, And, you know, the snake handler called the husband and said, why did you commit this horrible sin? And he was brought on trial, but he was acquitted because obviously he was not part of the murder or the planning of it. But this is such a, a grave sin, as they said. And it's just what a so tragic. Die. I mean, not that there's horrible guy, but this is terrible. Horrible. I mean, really disgusting. Very sad. And Teddy, I know that we had one more story to get to today, but I guess we. But it. I also know that your entire family is about to come into the house. Like we. I mean, I feel like we can just. Breathe. You want to run through it? We'll run through it quickly. <laughs> about we're talking about the Instagram model. 
Oh yeah, we are. Okay. So the Instagram model who it was her 24th birthday, she went out with her, um, one of her best friends and at five Giles. Sent her best friend, a text, we should get out of here with the eyes, like the emoji, the eyes. And those were the last text messages found from the Insta models husband. However, both women were found at separate hospitals, drugged with heroin in their system. And so far they have not told us yet if there has been um, sexual abuse, but they're no longer with us. Well, they were found dead outside the hospitals. Like well, there's actually just a quick correction. So they were out at a different club and met these guys and went back with them right. to this warehouse party. So they, they weren't people that they knew beforehand, to be clear. And then also, I also do find it interesting her husband wasn't out with her at the birthday celebration. I'm not oh, saying he he's anything out to of do town. with it. He was out of town. Was he out of town? Okay, okay. But Never- I can say this. I'm not going out till 5.30 in the morning when my husband's not around. But... And I don't mean, as, I was going to say, but my, you're not 24. always <laughs> said, nothing good happens after midnight. Oof. I usually turn into a pumpkin, but anyway, so that's a story for a different day. Is that another uh, Disney uh, animated I mean, film you're referencing? I will say I did go on a date last night. Is this, can I? Just share. I? You okay, have 30 you. seconds. Okay. So I did go on a date last night and I told him I had to treat Sunday night like a school night because I had a very early interview in the morning. I know 1030 for most people isn't very early, but for me it is. And I told him at midnight I would turn into a pumpkin. So we were sitting outside my house in his car at midnight and I did not turn into a pumpkin. Did you make out? The cameras will probably show that. Yeah. <laughs> this did he come inside that's that a sounds question. bad and it's <laughs> inside of your house guys i can't i to, the stress of my kids is having me put things in the wrong i i i don't did not so because i am an adult and thought i had a very exciting interview this morning so i got my beauty rest and read up on all of our cases and was even texting you guys at one in the morning things that I thought we should add to the rundown for today. So no, Teddy, he did not come inside. And I mean that in every way possible. That's number one. Number two, I will round out this model story by letting you know that Christy was found dead outside of Southern California hospital in Culver city at around 5 PM. I thought it was 5 AM on Saturday. And then two hours later, her friend Hilda was in critical condition outside a different hospital. And I don't know if she has passed away yet, but they said that she has no brain activity and it doesn't look good for her at the moment. So they, they were injected with heroin and um, they are still waiting to figure out what's going on, why these guys separated them and the time differences, why they, uh, we don't know. We don't have all the information. We definitely have speculation, but not the information. So we will stay tuned for updates on this case. Hello, children. All good things. Behave. Just talking about the Little Mermaid here. Don't worry about a thing. Yeah, Dinglehoppers Chris, are great. Say hi. <laughs> say, hi. say hi, hi. real quick, Prime. All right. Yeah. So I guess that's it for us today. I want to remind everyone to call in live at 866-21-CRIME. Again, that's 866-212-7463. Leave us a voicemail if you have any thoughts or opinions about anything you heard here today, or you have suggestions for a case you'd like for us to cover. We'd love to hear from you. Again, that's 866-21-CRIME. 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 We're Leah Lamar and Teddy Mellencamp and sometimes Dimitri Pappas. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. Bye. It's real time crime. It's real time crime. It's real time I mean, is it actually real time crime? Are we solving anything? Or is that just a thing we say? It's a thing we say. Got it. Okay. See you next week for more real time crime. Only on iHeartRadio. 
Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.